0: Fiends and Horror Hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How's it going? Hey, hey, Satan.
1: Man, perfect movie for the month.
0: Oh my god. So much great Satan stuff. So much great witch stuff. Just further like I love, like I've come to find I love witch horror. It's for some reason evil women dancing around in the woods
1: is amazing. Yeah, I agree. Dude, and this being a Rob Zombie movie is odd, because this is his really out-of-his-comfort-zone movie. I know a lot of people said The Monsters was that, but let's be real. The Monsters is just one of his other movies, but PG. Right. This is out-of-his-zone. This is, like, artsy Rob Zombie.
0: Yeah, and I, or, like, right at the very top, I love Lords of Salem. I think one of his top movies, it's... I mean, it's hard to put, because I love House and Devil's Reject so much. It Let's take the Fireflies out of this. Favorite Rob
1: Zombie. Well, there's not much left then, so
0: yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, there's like the one good Halloween movie. I don't like 31. I don't like Halloween 2. Um, three from Hell is okay. I've said this during every one of our Rob Zombie episodes. There's people that are like, oh, he's the best thing ever, and I love everything he does. And then there's the people that are like, Rob Zombie, uh, 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 let me adjust my ascot. Um, I'm kind of fall in the middle of like, I like some of his stuff. I hate some of his stuff. I didn't finish 31 ever.
1: Oh, it's coming. Year 10. No, probably year year five. Eh. That's next year. Oh, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. All right, but yeah, so this movie's cool. I like it a lot. It's, it's it has a weird vibe to it that I, and the thing is, I can't put my finger on why I like this movie because at the end of the day, not a lot really goes on in it. No, it's another one
0: of those movies. It's a lot of really awesome visuals, but not a whole lot of plot.
1: Yeah, it's atmospheric.
0: I like very the vibe. atmospheric. It remind it's like Nosferatu, the vampire. Of just like, oh, that looks amazing. And it goes on forever. But, yeah, there's not like a lot of dialogue and plot going on at the moment. It's just like, "Uh, there's a goat. Black Phillip's back. I love Black Phillip. Throw in a Satan goat into a movie. I'm in. Man, he really loaded up the cast on this, didn't he? Oh, my fucking God. It's insane. Like, there's too many to list off like patricia quinn right off the top from rocky horror magenta what the fuck she's like a main person in this like that's something i enjoy about rob zombie is he'll just like pick people like that of like she's of still a great actor no one really uses her a whole lot it doesn't seem and rob zombie's like fuck it
1: i love you throw you in there look what she did loved it Exactly like dude even like basically extra roles like Sid Haig's in there Michael Berryman's in there Barbara Crampton's in there and it's like yeah. blink if you miss them pretty much
0: Because I saw like because Bar- I looked at Letterboxd of course and I saw Barbara Crampton in the credits I was like oh where does she even show up I don't remember her and yeah she's just like an extra like one of just yeah. those like scenes just like oh and there she is. Exactly Oh Ken Forey
1: Dude, I love that Ken's like a Rob Zombie regular. This makes me so happy.
0: I love that man so much. I met him once. Funny as hell. Very nice man. He signed over Tom Savini's signature and felt
1: bad about it. Yes, I remember this. (laughs) But yeah, so Lords of Sailor from 2012 with an Edwood trifecta, which is anything we call written, directed, and produced by Rob Zombie. Did you notice one of the other producers?
0: Oh, let me look. Jason Bloom.
1: Exactly. This is early into him becoming, like, a heavy hitter in horror. You know what, what I mean? Like, he'd already been doing, like, the paranormal activity stuff and things like that, producing that. But this, But well, that's how he got his foot in the door. But this is really, like, him starting to get his foot as being, like, a force to be reckoned with, kind of.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it, Blumhouse is, like, really doing well in horror right now not all of their stuff is amazing but you see that name it's like i might give it a bit more of a shot
1: exactly and this was kind of where they set their formula because i saw an interview with rob zombie when he was talking about it he's like i was so done with studios and everything and then i met jason blum and he's like look i'm gonna give you the money we're, we're gonna fund it he goes you do it the way you want to do it that's the way we want this to happen and then Rob Zombie's like yeah okay let's do it
0: which i can 100 percent see okay that makes sense where rob zombie had like complete control because there's parts of it that are amazing parts of it still feel like a
1: music video oh yeah especially when it starts getting like animated and acid trippy and stuff like that yeah and cherry moon is just riding a stuffed goat Yeah, exactly. It's legit. If you would have set those scenes to, like, Living Dead Girl, it would pass for the music video. Oh, 100%. Alright, you ready to get into this one? Yes, let's record this fucker. Happy Throbtober! Alright, it starts in 1696. Uh, Jonathan Hawthorne is swearing to destroy all the witches of the town and wipe it of evil and all this stuff, and... You, you look like you have something.
0: Do you know uh, where this actor is from?
1: I did, and now I don't remember.
0: The original Town the Dreaded Sundown from 76. Nice. Dude, that's... Look at where Rob Zombie's pulling from. He's pulling deep.
1: Exactly. Then we have the Coven at the Fire, and they're talking about, let's now desecrate these false bodies, and they get naked and start chanting and all this kind of stuff. Oh. It's wild. Naked old women. There's
0: naked old women dance around the fire. There's always the one hot witch surrounded by all the old ones.
1: There's the token hot witch, always. Yeah. Yeah. They have to lure in the people. Exactly.
0: Come little children, I'll take you away. (laughs) Yes.
1: And then title card with a goat.
0: I like the freeze frame real quick, like 70s style title card. Because the camera's like swinging in,
1: pauses, and then title card.
0: Yeah, so it's like a little blurry, which those movies would do all the time. Yeah. But how, how, think about it. This is the 1600s, Greg. There's no YouTube. I can't watch red letter media. I have no idea what King Cobra JFS is up to. What am I to do but dance around naked in the woods around a fire? They look like they're having the best time.
1: I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. There's nothing to do. It's either
0: do that or do chores and pray all day. Where are you going to be, Greg?
1: Go chop some lumber, Brett. Yeah, that's all he's good at. Toss, father! (laughs) And now we cut to present day and Monday. We get to days of the week popping up through this whole movie. I love that. You know I
0: love any time when they tell me exactly when this is. Because, like, a shit ton of stuff will happen, then it'll be, like, Wednesday. It's like, oh, fuck, that only happened in one day.
1: Yes. It's very, we're not letting you get lost on this one. I would I'd like that. Thank you. Heidi, played by Sherry Moon Zombie. What mm-hmm. a strange thing, Brett. I can't believe Sherry Moon Zombie is in this picture. I didn't expect this whatsoever. No, it's 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 so out of left field here. Who would have guessed she would star in this picture? What
0: what kind of connection does she have where she keeps keeps getting all these starring roles in these movies? (laughs) Who does she know?
1: Joking aside, I think this is her best performance she's done. Is this movie?
0: It's so hard to pick between this and Baby, but I have to agree with Greg that this is my favorite Sherry Moon zombie thing that she's done. Like, it's not just. A few times, like especially in Three from Hell, it she just kind of seems to be kind of doing Baby, not really like this one. She's like Sh- Sh- Sherry Moon disappears. It seems for the most part.
1: Yeah, like I th- I like Baby better. Don't get me wrong, Baby is my favorite character, but this I think is her best like performance.
0: Yeah, and like you said, like I wish Rob Zombie would do more original stuff like this. Stop trying to grab the Blob remake and doing monster things. Come up with your yeah. own fun Satan ideas.
1: But she wakes up. Of course, her butt is out because Robbie uh, loves shooting her butt.
0: Her butt, and we see boobies.
1: Yes, we do. And she walks out. She sees someone over at apartment number five, which is odd because that apartment's supposed to be abandoned. And she walks downstairs to let her dog out. And she tells her landlord, Lacey, about it. She's like, no, no one's in that apartment. Wouldn't it just be easier to say, yeah, someone, someone's looking into it?
0: Right, just like, oh, no, dear, that Carson
1: apartment, I can't give it away. Yeah, why don't I say, like, yeah, someone stop by to look at it. Like, do uh, redoing the paint in there. You know. I love Heidi's over-the-top
0: Rob Zombie apartment. Of uh, She has, like, the trip to the moon, like, whole wall done up. There's, like, the Martian men from outer space or something in the bathroom. Like, it it can't just be an apartment. It's got to be over the top and the coolest thing in the world, where, like, her nightstands are two giant, like, pillar lights, which seem like they would be annoying.
1: And let's not forget that she has dreads in this whole movie.
0: Yes, very much so. Um. I remember there was an episode of Creature Features where they wrote in and they asked Tangella, like, are you just trying to copy Sherry Moon Zombie? And she just played it off of, like, who?
1: Oh, that's what I was using. I could never remember her name back. And I'm like, do you look like Sherry Moon in Lords of Salem? Yes. But she goes to work. She's a DJ. And the Big H team, which is Heidi, Herman, and Herman.
0: Holy shit. So we got Baby... We got Herman Munster and uh, Peter all doing a radio show together.
1: Yeah, it's nice. It's typical like shock jock style DJ and everything like that. Oh,
0: so shock jock where they're doing the sound effects. They're like, I'm off dairy and they do the (laughs) sound. They're doing the Howard Stern with the megaphone into the microphone thing.
1: This is what this is where I hate this stuff. I have come around a little bit on some of the shock-shocky stuff. I hate the abuse of the soundboard.
0: Yeah, that's def well, that's a nice tale of a bad radio team of they lean on the soundboard way too much. Of just like funny sounds
1: honk honk. <laughs> yeah, they're interviewing this black metal guy which is just funny and they're talking about the goat is a the goat has free will. And those who have free will will always be punished by the oppressor god. And there's, like, not, like, taking them serious at all. And they close out the show to Rush. Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. If there's one band I've always found overrated as all hell, it is Rush. Sir!
0: Rush? No, it's...
1: Yeah. Rush is amazing! I think they're fine... Is they're oh. just everybody like, oh the pro gods. No, they're fine. Yes. Just like all that other like radio rock from that time, though. I don't if I never heard Rush again, I'd be fine.
0: Dude, they are
1: so like
0: go so technical into what they do and whatnot. Like, I can't even take this.
1: But yeah, no, I don't I don't care for rush and I'm gonna die on that hill.
0: Okay, so I have to add a lot more Rush to our road trip
1: playlist along with Sex Pistols. No, I'll I'll listen to Sex Pistols over Rush. Really? Holy shit. And you know I don't like them. Yeah, I'll pick them over Rush. Oh, I love Rush. But she's leaving, and on the way out, a delivery came for Heidi, and it's this weird old record in a box by someone called The Lords.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool-looking Satan box with record. I like it. It's like, it it is like a tiny bit Rob Zombie over the top, but it fits in with the whole story.
1: Well, I think John Five, the guitarist for Rob Zombie, composed the actual music for it because I saw at the end he's credited with the music, so it makes perfect sense. I can't wait to get to the music because I legit love it.
0: Yeah. I could just listen to that like on a repeat.
1: Herman walks her home Um, Jeff Daniel Phillips Herman Not Ken Foray Herman
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: No don't make me think of that laugh again please <laughs> <laughs> They get home and they put on the record And it's this weird cool droney sound I'll put in the sound clip I can't do it
0: I also want to mention they're listening to and I I love it whenever and it's rare it happens when the Velvet Underground gets put into one of our movies that we cover. I always love when they show up in movies and it sound the Velvet Underground sounds a whole lot like this song because they play like Venus and furs and like all tomorrow's parties which are a couple of their weirder hits and it sounds a lot
1: like this weird witch song. Yeah, Lou Reed would be into this stuff. love Lou Reed. When they're putting it on, she has this like flashback or vision to the witches delivering a baby, and they lick it when it comes out. And they're like, sisters, we have failed to bring forth. And they just start spitting on it. Like, bleh, bleh. Like, in the group. I know it's disturbing, but
0: it's also hysterical. It's no just man. these old women spitting on a baby. Cause at first like the baby's just making like little baby noises, then he starts spitting on it, and starts crying. Well, yeah, what
1: you cry if a bunch of people just start spitting like, on you. I love it's like
0: your vile taste. Peh. <laughs> Remove but, this mortal from my sight.
1: And after that, Heidi gets super tired. And she's going to bed, and she walks past this creepy thing in the bathroom. I like this, how they keep messing with it. I'm not a fan of the music stings with it every time. I'm like, I see it. It's there. You don't have to, like, every time you show it.
0: I also like that Heidi's like, I'm really tired all of a sudden. And Herman's like, oh, yeah, I guess I better just go ahead and go home. It's just going to be a really long bike ride. Might rain tonight. And she's like, "Well, you can crash on the couch if you want." And he's like, "Really, the couch?" She's like, "Yes, the couch. I'm not going to fuck you." <laughs> he's trying hardcore all movie. He's that friend that they run that she runs to when like her cor- current boyfriend is being an asshole. He's, like, he's just an asshole. You deserve so much better.
1: I don't know, because I don't see him as also having, like, malicious intentions, though. I think he does like her, but I think yeah. he also legitimately cares about her, like, as friend, too. Like, I don't think oh, it's he... just, like, the trying to use her just to get to that stage type deal.
0: Oh, no, it's definitely that he has a huge crush on her. And it's like, I'll be here for you no matter what, baby.
1: Tuesday, she's at a support group because she's a recovering addict. Uh, radio show again, and here's where they interview Francis Mathias, who is an author about Salem witch trials. And he goes, well, there were no real witches. And talks about how oh, it was mainly just people put on trial and burned. It says how many there were and everything. And then they play smash or trash. I think it was called where they play a record, you know, yeah, radio shows will do this kind of thing all the time. And they play the Lord's record that she received.
0: Yeah. And they like, he kind of like recognizes the music a little bit he thinks that the band name like he kind of recognizes that um because he's like a salem witch historian kind of thing and then like heidi starts doing the oh my head oh my i have a headache it's swimming i'd also love to where like heidi like looks at the back of his books like oh you're quite handsome on the back of the book and he gets all flustered he's like oh i like your chest tattoo
1: and then it's like stop looking at my titties it's like a little like sound drop (laughs) yes (laughs) um dude i'm just trying to picture that if i was listening to the radio station and everything and they just played this as a regular song what the fuck is this i'd be driving around listening
0: i'd be like i fucking love this i need to start listening to the radio more
1: but it never kicks into anything just that over and over again.
0: I was like, someone's <laughs> going to get fired because I like this, but ninety nine percent of the people are not going to
1: like this. When it's playing, it's showing like a bunch of different women around Salem, like listening. who just have the radio on and everything, and they all get like entranced here. And this is where we get our Barbara Crampton cameo.
0: Yeah. Um. I also love. It's a Rob Zombie movie, so random lady just has to get naked and stand there. Of course, you know, Rob Zombie. There's, like, the one that's, like, working in a garage, and she stops. Another one's, like, working at a pizzeria, washing dishes, listening to the radio. I like how they also play with, like, that radio-type stuff like that, because I'm a fan of old-school radio, of, like, when everyone would listen to, like, oh, what did Opie and Anthony or Howard Stern do yesterday? Um, It's like, they all kind of get in this trance and then come together at the end. Yeah.
1: Uh, that night when Heidi goes back home, Lacey, her landlord and friends, invite her over for drinks. Uh, she goes upstairs first because you need another corpse shot, like, randomly in her house. But then they're all drinking together. D. Wallace is there, by the way. <laughs> hey, it's it's horror's mom! They do a palm reading, and because she's quite good at it and everything. And she's reading her palms and starts talking about her future too much. And she gets freaked out and leaves. She's like, yeah, enough of this. She's
0: like, Yeah, I don't feel comfortable with this. Also, I was super afraid when Heidi's dog just got left alone with like the random demon thing. I was like, Don't kill the golden retriever with the spike collar.
1: No, I, the dog's okay through this whole movie.
0: He is the goodest of boys. He's just having fun the whole
1: time. But upstairs, the dog goes down the hallway, like right outside of our apartment, is barking at the door of apartment five, the empty one. And Heidi gets him back in her apartment, but then goes to it as the door just creaks open on its own, and she goes in. There's, just like, a glowing neon cross in here, and she, like, extends her hand out, like, lend me your energy type deal.
0: <laughs> but it's also weird of, like, is this them, I guess, mocking, like, Jesus and God because they hate him, but they have the cross show up, like... Is it just cool imagery? Is this just the music video part kicking in of like, it looks cool with the neon cross and she's extending her hands and Sasquatch
1: is behind her? Well, because the cross is a Christian symbol. Jesus died on it, rose from the grave. I guess if you look far enough into it, if you were a Satanist religion, the cross could also be a symbol for you in a fake way, because that's what Jesus was crucified on. So I don't, look, people who know way more about this you should probably ask, but that's just maybe something like that. I'm doing a smirk and head nod. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, but she has these visions. There's just a big werewolf Sasquatch silhouette behind her. She's reaching out and she leaves the room and she's hearing these voices. And we get what I call the shining shot, by the way, too, the hallway, like pulled back way far. It looks just like some of those camera shots from the shining.
0: Yeah. And it's just cherry moon standing there looking all demonic and cool.
1: Yeah. Um she sees a witch and is like, You are the blade that will bleed the cutting daughters of Salem. Bleed <laughs> us a king. <laughs> well, Dude, they... The lines like the lines mean almost nothing a lot of no. times, but they sound cool. Well, yeah, they just sound awesome.
0: And then it, it cuts back to I love this little cutback, because it cuts back to her laying in bed. And then it's just like a hanging, like iron maiden. Yeah the background and the shadows creepy as fuck
1: um next day she's walking her i think it's the next day or is this just later that day i don't know she's walking her dog through the cemetery and she goes into an old church and this scene is fucked she goes into the church and she's talking to the priest this is the next day and she's talking to her she's like i just wanted to sit down for a while he's being nice at first and everything and then she goes to leave, and he stops her from leaving and everything, and then unzips his pants, and just to put it bluntly, like, orally rapes her type deal, and then, like, just bleed, like, he's like, you're a filthy whore of Satan, then he pukes blood, and she wakes up, and it was another vision, and he's just being like, are you okay? I think you fell asleep, it is peaceful, and he's just being a nice dude, but, like, right after this, she's obviously traumatized, and she leaves.
0: Yeah, and she runs out of the church, and she's just, like, chain-smoking. She's like, just goddamn it! But when she's sitting
1: outside smoking and everything, she sees someone walking a goat like a dog with no face. These no-face people pop up a thousand times throughout the movie, and like, it's like, we've been waiting for you, and then disappears.
0: Yeah, but I just love he's just taking his goat for a walk.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: I also think back to The Witch when the filmmakers were like, the worst idea you could ever have is having a goat in your movie because you cannot train them. Goats do whatever they want.
1: Yeah. Um, another flashback to the witches being killed, the coven from the beginning. Uh, most of them are being burned alive, except for the leader, Margaret Morgan, who's put into an Iron Maiden and killed and everything.
0: Yeah. And they're all screaming and stuff. And I do love, though, like at the very end, Margaret Morgan's just like, ha 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 like she knows what's happening. Yeah, he's cursing everyone. A Francis, kiss. our
1: author. A kiss! <laughs> <laughs> Francis, our author, is going over some old texts and references to the Lords of Salem, what they're calling this band. He's like, huh? What, what? And he's flipping through a book written by another author, and he sees the music written there, and he gets his wife to go play it on the piano, and it lines up exactly like it. Do you know who his wife is? No. ALVA! There you are! Oh, that makes me so happy, dude.
0: I saw that because I was like, I just, I knew that like, almost everyone in this movie is like a name. So I'm just going down through every name. And I see Vampire's Kiss pop up.
1: Yeah. We should tell them what we mean by just yelling Alva. Yes, she's from Vampire's Kiss.
0: Oh my God. One of our, one of my favorite episodes we ever did. Brett, what
1: else is she from? Uh, you I don't know, know, you know. I know at least. Lords of Salem. Yeah. Keeps rolling. That's all I see. There's something from the eighties. Um She is from Predator 2. Oh no, that's not a movie. <laughs> it's coming. I don't know. It might even come this month. I'm not sure that's, yet. That's that's not a horror movie. It might have already been released in over I don't know. It's not a horror movie. Less of a horror movie than the first one. No. But, anyway. (laughs) What the fuck were we talking about, Alva? Oh, yeah, she's playing the music and everything. Yeah.
0: Well, I love his wife is, like, taking a bath, like, smoking a joint. And he's like, no, you need to do this for me right away. She's like, I'm five minutes. I'm busy. He's like, no, right now. He, like, gets her out of the bath to, like, play it on the piano. And then he's like, do it again do it again, like over and over again. Like you heard it.
1: So Heidi's late to the radio. show; she's starting to like slip and everything Or they think she's using again, but she's not honestly yet. And, but we find out, guess who's coming to town, Brett, the Lords are playing a concert in Salem and we have all the tickets. <laughs> so they're going to give them one on the radio more on that later. Cause I have some thoughts when we get to that scene.
0: It's like the band that got smashed during the smasher pass or whatever it is. Like, they're the bad band. Oh, now we're advertising them and we have tickets to their concert and you should totally come see them. Here's the song again. I also, real quick, want to mention because they play the song whenever they're like, and here's the Lords of Salem. I love the bone instruments they play the song on. It's all rib bones with, like, I'm guessing hair. And it's just like, it reminds me of, like, army of darkness when the skeletons are just playing the bones
1: yeah but thursday francis is talking to the other author who he found the music in his book about hawthorne and everything like that and he talks about the curse of margaret morgan where the hawthorne's bloodline will be the vessel by which the devil will inherit the earth so someone related to this jonathan hawthorne will bring upon the devil I the, these two
0: history nerds just talking about like the history of Salem. It's like me and you when we just will sit down and just randomly like deep dive. We're not even recording. We're just hanging out and we just like talk like in depth on this shit. It reminds me of that. Of was just like these two like history nerds just like loving like like oh my friend came over. We can talk about Salem and the Margaret Morgan. <laughs>
1: So next is Heidi at Herman's because she doesn't want to be home alone. I will say the visions do start to wear on me a little bit with how often and fast they're hitting us because we just jump from vision to vision at some point. Because yeah. she starts coughing up blood and everything here. And she starts having another vision where she the witches cut her open and pull out this worm thing and all this kind of stuff. I love
0: well, number one, I love that all they ever do is watch old black and white movies in this movie. They don't yes, watch anything modern course. whatsoever. Um, I don't remember what this movie is, but it's like a Captain Kid pirate movie because Mr. Lobo Cinema Insomnia showed it, I believe, because I recognize some of the scenes. So I've seen this uh, movie that they're showing. Um, I also love that like the demon doctor nurse people show up behind Herman and I love the second they touch him. He just like, his eyes go white. He goes like deathly, like pale gray and like slumps over basically.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Looking. Yeah.
0: Then they pull a shrimp out of her.
1: <laughs> Gross. But she wakes up and takes a bunch of pills in the bathroom. Vision's not over because the painting is bleeding behind her and people are chanting Heidi. And then she goes out and buys some drugs and she relapses here friday
0: it's the like she like goes up to like the ominous red door with the three skulls on it and it's like hitting on the door then she just like she doesn't say a word i guess
1: like this is just the hard drug door do these doors exist maybe if you know about it i'm sure they do maybe that seems like a bad business model anyone can just knock on the door
0: they probably know her of like oh okay she's cool if i just randomly walked up it's like hi mister i would like to buy your best hard drugs please i have my tin foil and my pipe that i'm going to freebase off of right here and they're like
1: no they didn't have the cliche oh. scene of the eyes the shutter opening and looking
0: out the little like hand pass off of the money and the yes. drugs then it's just her sending their freebasing trying to learn french
1: <laughs> but she's extremely like out of it the next day and everything obviously and Lacey and her friends show up and while this is going on francis is researching heidi and finds out her real last name is hawthorne a descent direct descendant of jonathan she's passed out though when francis calls her and one of the ladies answers is like i'm sorry wrong number do not call again
0: dreadfully rude of you to call at this late hour don't
1: call again Obviously, it's not rude if you know who you're calling.
0: Right. The one shows up with like, this is very calming tea. But then D. Wallace is like, but even better, I got chocolate scones. And she's like bouncing around. Solid deal. I also love that back in the day, like I'm thinking of like Race with the Devil. Another devil movie that during and that's actually made in the 70s which this movie's kind of playing off of, of they stop to do research about Satanism and cults, but they have to stop at a library and get a library card yeah. and take books out and read the books. This is just him being like on Google, like Heidi Hawthorne family tree. Enter
1: scroll, scroll, scroll.
0: <gasps> what the reverend? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. She's passed out. They wheel her down the hallway to the Satan apartment and she goes in. But when she goes in, it like transforms into like this giant, like cathedral, like theater building inside of it. And she's got the face paint on and everything. You, you guys have seen this image. It's the classic image from the movie.
0: If you follow Rob Zombie on any social media, especially during Halloween, you've seen so many goth girls just wearing this makeup
1: with that sweater. And if you don't know, look to the picture of this episode. There you go.
0: Oh, is that the one you're going to use? Why don't you use yeah. Tentacle Baby when it's up there
1: like... i Tentacle Baby. <laughs> I love Tentacle spe- Baby. Well, speaking of, she walks up the stairs and there's an evil... It kind of looks like the trolls from Troll 2 without a beard at the it's top got, of the stairs. It's got a big belly
0: and a big butt. <laughs> it's just sitting there yeah. like... It
1: kind of looks like Danny DeVito's penguin, but shrunk down. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good one. But the evil baby's at the top of the stairs and it, like shoots intestines out, and she grabs them, like both of them, like and deflects his attack. I guess I don't know what the hell this is supposed to mean. But she comes out of the room then, and they tuck her in, and then right when you think everything's normal, the little dude's standing next to the bedside. Oh, I'm guessing this is like.
0: Because this movie jumps all around. It's not linear, like, at all.
1: I'm thinking this is the Satan baby. I think this is what gives her the Satan baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what's happening next that we don't see. Ah, okay. Saturday. Herman calls Heidi to check in. She rejects his lunch offer, rejects his ride, everything. Herman has to... He can't just
0: call her. He has to bike to a really cool-looking location that will look good on a movie. Okay, now yeah, we're at the course. end of the pier. Now I'm going to call her.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That's one of the biggest things I appreciate about this movie is the visuals and, like like I said, the atmosphere and everything. So I, I like yeah. it. Oh, no, I do too, but it's just funny. <laughs> but she hangs up, and Lacey's in the room with her. She's like, you love him, don't you? Like, this guy's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Francis goes to see Heidi since he can not get a hold of her on the phone, but meets Lacey at the big in the but meets Lacey at the bottom of the building and she's like, I look after Heidi. And she lies and says she's not home, but you can wait with us. And they're talking yeah, and Heidi is slumped in front of her open fridge. It's yes.
0: A classic fifties fridge. There's beer bottles in the background. Of course it just looks cool.
1: And all three of the witches are talking to him. And they're like, well, what's this about Like, Oh, well, I was actually a guest on her show. And there's this record from this band called The Lords of Salem. I wanted to talk to her. And the one's like, aren't you a little old for that shit? And I love he keeps being like, oh, I guess I
0: am, you know. Like, he's trying to keep it light. He's laughing.
1: I won't lie. I, I'm i guilty of this, too. Like, if I'm in an awkward situation, I just like, hee <laughs> All the time to try to yeah. keep it. Slightly okay. Just like, oh, yes. They say something like, have you come here to stick your nosy cock in her head and fuck her brain? Because they get mad at him laughing. She's like, I haven't said anything funny yet. Why are you laughing? I've not said
0: anything funny. Are you here to fuck Heidi's brain with your question
1: cock? (laughs) They knock him out, and he wakes up to them standing over him with the book, and then they just beat him to death with a frying pan.
0: And it's very, this part kind of, like, these three witches remind me kind of, of, like, the Suspiria remake witches. Yeah, very they're Like, modern day
1: witches. And, and honestly, the original Suspiria, too.
0: Yeah, but they're all standing there with, like, they don't just have a cigarette, it's on, like, one of those big holders, and they're all, like, positioned perfectly, like, yes, take care of him, sister.
1: (laughs) Dude, when did those go out of style? But,
0: I know, they're, well, uh, I think it died with Hunter Thompson, he was, like, the only person that could pull that off. Him and
1: Cruella DeVille, that's it. Yes,
0: yeah, I love that, like, D. Wallace goes to beat him to death. And she, like, hands the cigarette back to Megan, and she beats him to death, and then she doesn't even look back. Once she's done, she just sticks her two fingers back up, the cigarette gets put back in her fingers, and she takes a hit off of it. Makes me want to smoke a
1: cigarette again. And you think we're going to have a repeat of everything we just saw, because Herman comes over at night, and they try slowing him down at the stairs and everything. Herman's a good dude and he's like no fuck you like he doesn't say that but he just like kind of pushes his way past and gets up the stairs
0: I love where the one cause they go through like the first sister and she tries to block him then the second sister tries to stop him and the third sister's like well don't let us keep you waiting or something like that and he's like uh yeah
1: like he can tell something's weird going on Magenta's here right in this scene yes well, they're on the stairs Britt. So close to having her slide down the stairs. Why didn't we do it? It was right there, Rob
0: Zombie. Why didn't you take it? He's lucky. You're lucky. I'm lucky. We're all lucky. You
1: could have, like, you didn't have to do the line, but you know you could have done it, Rob Zombie. It's right yeah. there. Stick her on that banister. But he's knocking on the door, and Heidi's just sleeping with her shorts it's it's weird because her butt's hanging out again obviously it's sherry moon zombie but like it's just like her shorts are halfway
0: on it's like the rob zombie was about to be like action he's like wait a minute i don't see your ass he ran over and like pulled her shorts down a little bit it's like there we go action
1: (laughs) just picture him running on the set like half pantsing her and running back out that's why i make movies She opens the door, and Lacey tells her to tell him to wait outside, and he does, because they're going to the Lord's concert. They have that gig there tonight. Like, they're going to introduce the show, I guess, the DJs. That's a common thing. And Herman and Heidi show up to the concert, and the two Hermans argue for a little bit. Like, why the fuck aren't we talking about this? Because Heidi's been slipping.
0: Well, Ken Foray is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's something, like, we got to deal with this. And ha, 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 Herman is like, man, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Let's just get through tonight. We'll deal with it. And Ken Foray is like, motherfucker. Like, god damn it, we had something going on. We're number one in the tri-state area or whatever it is. And then Heidi just goes, bye,
1: and locks them both outside.
0: How ominous is that? Where she's like completely out of it
1: and she's like broken away from everyone and she's just like,
0: bye.
1: Especially knowing what happens to her at the end of the movie, like what it said. That makes it even more ominous. That's the last, like, you know. Yeah. Okay, this is what I want to talk about. One, they didn't give away many tickets by the looks of it. But imagine, Brett, you're bored. You're like, oh, there's a free show. I want some tickets on the radio. I'm going to go to this concert. You're sitting there. And the curtains open... And it's just these three old ladies standing there chanting, Satan, come to us, we are ready. And you just hear some, like, old-timey, like, renaissance fair music (laughs) being played to this nearly empty stadium. How long do you stay before you're like, alright, I'm gonna head out?
0: Okay, well, I'm sitting there in the crowd. The curtain opens. It's the three old ladies. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I like the lighting.
1: No backdrop, no drum set, no instruments, nothing behind. I mean, they're not like, oh, the band's going to walk out in a minute.
0: I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're chanting about Satan. This is fun. And then, like, the brr, drr, drr, drr music starts. And I'm like, this is cool. Okay. I'm like, do they serve beer here? Like, I feel like I could use a beer, and this would, like, Loosen me up a little bit. I might enjoy this a little bit more.
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, an I think you should leave sketch going on. Like, someone being there who's not involved in this.
0: He's just in the crowd. <laughs>
1: yeah. But Margaret Morgan's coven, like, appears behind them. And they're villain monologuing and the song's playing. And everyone just starts getting naked. And everybody in this place stands up and starts, like, unrobing and, like, you know... I guess what else you doing
0: every time that like there's like the three new witches we have and then Margaret Morgan and the old school coven kind of a just kind of like one by one start appearing for some reason it gets me every time of like I get a tiny chill I'm like oh that's so cool that they're back like how happy is Margaret Morgan that she's like it worked I'm in the year 2000 whatever this is. I'm back. My curse is working. I'm going to take out the Hawthorns, finally, and the rest of the Salem whores.
1: Yep. And Heidi is teleported into the fancy lobby, sitting on a... All I can describe is a glowing, blocky plastic couch.
0: Yes, and... We got a couple priests doing a little skiing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so... There's some like clergy people around her, like just jacking it,
0: and they're they they have their giant cocks out, but they're like bloody,
1: yeah. Dude, my notes here. Listen to this: naked masked people and roddy faced pope, clergy jacking it, riding goat black metal guy what is going on here so yeah this is the part we were talking about the beginning of the movie where like this could just be a rob zombie music video yes this is just like jumping it almost reminds me of the lighthouse at the end where everything's Hmm. like flashing all this weird shit and everything and but yeah she's riding a goat like uh what are those called and like honky tonk bars where you sit on the thing the mechanical bull yeah she's riding a goat like that kind (laughs) of
0: Well, I love that she's like riding the goat like that, whipping her like hair around. All of a sudden, like you said, the black metal guys like behind her, like, like kind of like hugging her from behind and like being all like, nah, 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 nah,
1: nah, nah, nah. dude. And then Heidi's in hell from the looks of it, like, and she's being rubbed. That's all I can describe. It. Like they're all just like pawing at her by the coven, and they're just making noises at her. It's cool when you're watching it, but saying it makes it sound ridiculous. And yeah. then there's blood flowing out of her down there like she's given birth, but it's like a river of blood coming out. And they start smearing the blood all over themselves and all over and her. her.
0: Oh, witchy-like. the Witches love yeah. every kind of blood. And
1: then she burrs the worm shrimp thingy we saw earlier, and I love Margaret hugs it. Yeah, well, this is all she's ever wanted she's finally
0: had her special little boy that is a lobster that has tentacles.
1: Yeah. And Back in the theater, Heidi is dressed like she's auditioning for I Dream of Jeannie, standing on top of a pile of bodies.
0: And all tomorrow's parties. Nico.
1: Dude. I couldn't get a count here. I could count the ones in the front, but you know it goes around the back. Thankfully, they give me a total at the end.
0: Oh yeah, I did. Um I remember them saying a number. I don't remember the number. But it this is just it looks like an album cover. This also plays earlier though, where it's like those old school neon Jesus signs, but it would just be like the neon Jesus and the spinning light behind it. They show that earlier. And it's, like, them doing that again now with Heidi being Satan, Jesus. and But then we get her playing with her good boy for one, like, like one last little memory of their playing ball in the park and Golden
1: Retriever's all fun. Yeah, exactly. That's the last shot. And then it cuts to written and directed by Rob Zombie credit. But then it cuts back to the movie. Yeah, but I don't,
0: I kind of enjoy that where it's, like, the day after, like, news report, like, kind of just telling you, like, this is what the real world is seeing. This isn't the Satan stuff where they went to hell and there's a squid lobster and whatnot. There's no little Danny DeVito with like intestines shooting out. No, this is like, well, there was some kind of mass suicide that happened is the only thing I guess they can think of. Cause then they trace it back to like, well, all of these women were like date back to the original Salem like Settlement. settlement people. Um, we don't know what kind of cult suicide this is, but.
1: And they say, Heidi is missing. She was there in last scene there, but no one knows where she went. She and... just
0: gets to listen to Velvet Underground for the rest of her life, standing on bodies. Yes. And that's the Lords of Salem. To all tomorrow's parties. I love it. I enjoy yeah, it. Lords of Salem yeah. is fun. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. This is like a must watch during October for me because I love all the Satan stuff. I love the Satan stuff. I love the witch stuff. The imagery is fun. The story can be a little loosey goosey here, but it's more about like the imagery than
1: the actual
0: story. She's going to give birth to a Satan baby.
1: That's the story. You know, I hate when you say that because I think that's lazy. But in this case, there's still enough story that I'm not mad about it. I, I hate that when we watch the lighthouse. Oh, it's so just the imagery. I'm like fuck this yeah, movie. But I like pretty. this, one. this sure. one at least still has a story where I can follow and I can take what they're doing like a little bit metaphorically because it's not so like yeah, just make your own ending, people. No, you like me, Satan Lobster, don't you, boy? Satan Shrimp. Yes. Um, yeah. So this was fun. This is a good October one. I know this is uh, one that you typically watch on Halloween Day. You told me right. Yeah, a lot of times this is like an
0: early morning to afternoon watch where, like, you're kind of still, like, doing stuff during the day. um, But you're still, like, watch. You want a movie on, but you're carving pumpkins. You're kind of getting, like, maybe the porch set up for trick-or-treaters that night. Or you're just stuffing yourself with candy and beer because it's Halloween. So you've got to throw up from candy and beer at some point. But, yeah, this is a good one where... It's good, like, imagery in the background while you're running around, like, getting ready for that
1: night. I don't usually... This isn't usually a day watch for me. This is the build-up season for me watch, but I can see that, too.
0: It, that's why it's, like, so had to be during Throbtober, which I don't even really think that they say when this takes place. We get days of the week, but it just feels like fall, because they're running yeah. around in coats. Like I uh, It's definitely leaves. fall season, yeah. Yeah, they don't explicitly say Halloween, but you could very easily be like, yeah, none of the trees have leaves on them. They're all wearing coats. It's Satan. Yeah. What does Satan love? Halloween. Yes. All right. You ready for the Count of the Dead? Yeah, it's a good to do the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah.
1: All right, the throwing with Horcrux, count of the deaths were tally. Up. All the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Lords of Salem? I'll let you know what that number was at the end. They said there was thirty-two deaths in the theater.
0: Oh, okay. And then I know there's like a few. Well, do you count the original coven? Because they did. Yes, die. I
1: did. Yeah, they're okay. like force ghosts. They're dead. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna say. Fuck. Forty-one.
1: You're back to your old missus by one. Yeah, it's 40.
0: <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> that's all right. Well, that's Greg's Scout of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. All right, you know, like, it's not a major part of this movie, but it's it's somewhat of a part because the music is similar and I love the band. So I'm going to do the semi tie in band with this movie, which is velvet underground.
1: Oh, you're stretching, man, but I'll allow it. Well, Cause I like the,
0: it. You get what I mean of like when yes. they do the original witch song, it sounds a lot like velvet underground. So it makes sense that they kind of are a little tied in with this. Okay. So it's, take velvet underground out of it what's that weird little tie-in band of like oh these two things sound similar it's like the clash is a number one i hate the fucking clash
1: yeah dude i don't you like the sex pistols and don't like the clash this is mind-blowing to me
0: i hate the clash so much i don't know what it is i think it's his voice and just their songwriting and how their music sounds i hate the clash
1: the clash are amazing no you were out here defending Rush to me earlier. This is a rush is, your opinion's out the window to me. Rush is amazing.
0: Um, I think a number 10 tie-in for this, honestly is the Velvet Underground, because like, they're so, like, such a droning band. Like, European Sun goes on for 10 minutes long, and it's, it's just, like, instrument noises.
1: I was thinking you could, like, really fit some, like, stonery metal into this, like, sleep or something like that.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, this is a hard one Lords of Salem's a hard one because I do love it so much but it's not a perfect movie but I don't want to rate it too low or too high uh, you know what I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 I think it deserves the 8 for the visuals for there's not like you said there's not a whole lot of story I think this is the one of Rob Zombie's best movies
1: I'm holding up my note right here as evidence. I also went 8 out of 10. So,
0: perfect. hey. We agree completely. We're like I was like, "Do I do it a 7?" I'm like, "It's better than a 7, but I can't give it like a 10." But yeah, it's, it's such a fun movie. I love it every time I watch it. This is like a about two or three times a year movie.
1: I actually kind of expected you to walk in here with a 10. I thought you're going to be mad at me.
0: No. No, I gotta be truthful. Like, I do love the movie, but this isn't like one of the ones where it's like, I know it's bad, but I love it, so I'm gonna give it a 10.
1: Yeah. Unless you have anything else, man? No, that's all I think I got on Lords of Salem. Alright,
0: well, you know what would be a great double feature with Lords of Salem? If you, this is Halloween, this is Throbtober, you're like, I love this Satan Witch movie. Go and watch Black Sunday by Mario Bava. We've yeah, covered it. Great Satan Witch movie done in the 60s. So there is a Halloween double feature for you. And we hope that the Lords of Salem has left your brain throbbing with horror. Well, wasn't that a wild and wacky episode? If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, You can also support the show by going onto our TeePublic site and checking out any kinds of the merch that we have on there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing those kids are on, and YouTube. Just search Throbbing with Horror and look for our pumpkin. And remember to throb on.